When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore-Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore-Parks. Today is Thursday, November 10th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It helps the show grow. And if you leave a five-star review where you comment your best football take, I'll make sure to read it on the pod and an upcoming episode. All right, so we're at the midweek point, uh, the midseason point of the NFL season, nine weeks down, nine to go. And so this week we've been taking a look at some of the award winners who I think would get them at the mid midpoint of the season. Coach of the year, defensive player of the year. Today we're going to tackle the big one. And of course the big one is MVP. And I think there's actually a lot of really good candidates this year, despite the fact that overall as the league, there's a lot of kind of mediocrity. There's really only three great teams. Another result of that is there's a lot of teams that are competitive this year that in other years are really not that competitive or in other years wouldn't be, you know, still in it. So that gives you more players for the MVP consideration. I think ultimately the top MVP right now is pretty clear cut and we'll get into that. But I think that picking the top five was more difficult than usual. Like, I don't have Lamar Jackson in my top five. Lamar Jackson, I think, is having a great season and carrying a a Ravens roster that really isn't that great. So I think in most years, he would have consideration for it. But in this year, I don't have him in my top five. So let's get into the top five, and then I'll present the case as as to who I think the MVP of the league is. So number five for me, uh, this is more of a, a you know, ta- a, a hat tip to the player, uh, Micah Parsons. I think that when you look at what he's done, I think sometimes when you make quarterback, when you make MVP lists, it's easy just to list all the quarterbacks and sometimes other players that are really helping their team win and really having a big impact get left out. I think Micah Parsons deserves to be in the MVP consideration. If you look at Dallas's season, when Dak went down, there was a real chance that their season spiraled out of control and they weren't able to even still be in the playoff consideration not only were they able to to win when he was gone they are now one of the best records in the nfc so how did they get there they did it with defense as much credit as cooper rush deserves they were not outscoring teams and you know shootouts they weren't winning games 35 to 33 they were winning games because the defense was giving up points in the teens and i think at the midway point of the season dallas probably does have the best defense there's a lot of really good defenses out there it's a tight competition buffalo is really good uh the eagles create a lot of turnovers but i think you'd probably have to give it to dallas at this point they have the best passers in the nfl and they're probably the unit more than any other team that has carried their team most teams are carried by their offense dallas is a team that's carried by their defense and it's a defense that's carried by micah parsons i said i thought he was a defensive player of the year uh eight and a half sacks which i believe is fourth in the league but also he's incredibly versatile he can line up on the left side he can line up on the right side he can line up at edge rusher he can line up at linebacker i think he's the best defensive player in the league right now That doesn't mean he definitely gets an MVP consideration, but when you're the best defensive player in the NFL and your team is in the playoff race because of your defense, he deserves all the credit in the world for that. So 
My number five MVP, or at least fifth on my list is probably a better way to say it, would be Micah Parsons. Number four for me, a guy whose name is in the news a lot right now, unfortunately, because it looks like he might potentially have an injury uh, to his elbow. We'll see whether or not he's able to play this Sunday against Minnesota and how much it lingers. But Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, um, having him fourth might seem low to a lot of people, but that loss to the Jets really mattered when you look at the MVP race. And I think one thing that's really sticking out about Josh Allen this year is He can be reckless with the football. He really can be. He has 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He had two interceptions against the Jets, no touchdowns. He has twice as many interceptions as he does touchdowns in his last two games. Turning the ball over is huge at quarterback, and it's going to be a theme when we get to the number one guy. But when you're a quarterback that consistently puts your defense in bad spots, that's consistently reckless with the ball, and you are one of the reasons your team loses a turnover battle, that's a really big knock on you. Josh Allen, incredibly impressive player. Maybe the best arm in the NFL besides uh, Patrick Mahomes. He can run. He's won big games. In fact, he went into Kansas City this year and beat the Chiefs. That's an incredibly impressive win. Obviously, he's talented. But when your team has two losses, and one of those losses is almost directly on you. I mean, that defense, the Bills' defense was not why they lost that game. Zach Wilson's not that good. The Jets' offense is not that good. They lost that game because Josh Allen turned the ball over twice. And when you're having games where you're the reason that the team lost, it's hard to really put you very high up on the MVP consideration. So had they gone to New York and beaten the Jets, you know, 40 to 10, of course, Josh Allen would be higher. But when you have that type of performance and then you look at the year and you have eight interceptions in, I believe, eight or nine games, like that's kind of unacceptable from the quarterback position. So the Bills have really high aspirations. I still think they're one of the best two or three teams in the league. They're not a team I'd want to play in the playoffs. But ultimately, Josh Allen has to be better with the football. Otherwise, they're not going to meet what are really some high expectations that they have this year. Number three for me, this is going to surprise people. He's probably not on a lot of people's MVP ballot, but I think he deserves to be on there, and that's Tua. Tua, the Dolphins quarterback, if you look at what they've done this year when he's been on the field, they're 6-0 and when he has started and finished the game this season. There's only one other quarterback that is that where this team is undefeated, where they started, uh, where he starts and finishes the game, and he's been a starter for more than a handful of games. Tua has had an outstanding season. We just talked about Josh Allen's interceptions problems. Tua, 15 touchdowns to just three interceptions. He has a number one passer rating in the NFL. And I think a big question about Tua coming into the year was, would he be able to take advantage of the receivers around him? Would Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle be slowed down by having Tua? Well, Tyreek's on pace for over 2,000 yards. He could set an NFL record for receiving yards this year. And Tua's a big part of that. I mean, look, if you look at the Dolphins' overall, their record, they lost games when their backup went in. What better way to show how how valuable you are than to be 6-0 in games where Tua starts and finishes and to, you know, have struggled in the games where he doesn't. So you look at how important the quarterback position is. If you look at the Dolphins, when, when he plays, they're one of the best teams in the league. And his numbers, 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. The other thing about the MVP award is it is a narrative-driven award. Like, we can hate that or whatever. It's just a reality. It is a narrative-driven award. And Tua, much like the guy we're going to talk about in a little bit, had a lot of questions about him coming into the year. He was not viewed as, uh, you know, the franchise guy. He's come out. He's answered those questions in a big way. So when he's healthy, the Dolphins are one of the best teams in the league. And when he's healthy, he's played as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if you're one of the best quarterbacks on one of the best teams, you deserve MVP consideration. And I think Tua right now, to me, would be number three on my MVP list. 
Number two for me would be Patrick Mahomes. And I think Mahomes is entering a little bit of the kind of MJ, LeBron era where he could be MVP every single every single year, right? Like we talked about how the narrative helps Tua. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, point blank period. The Chiefs are one of, if not the best teams in the NFL, point blank period. So Patrick's, uh, pa- Patrick certainly deserves a lot of credit. And like I have him number two on my MVP. If you put him as number one, it would be hard to dispute. Just for me, he's not my number one. And of course, we'll talk about my number one in a second. But let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. NFL leading 2,600 passing yards. NFL leading 21 passing touchdowns. He's fourth in passer rating. And he's doing all of this and having the number one scoring offense in the NFL, despite the fact that he lost Tyreek Hill. And not only does he still have the number one scoring offense in the NFL without Tyreek Hill, they're averaging more points this year than they, they did last year when they had Tyreek. He's doing it with worse receivers. Of course, he still has Kelsey. I mean, they're, they're not completely deprived of weapons, but they lost the number one receiver in the NFL. Look at what that did to Green Bay. The Packers lost Devontae Adams, and their season's essentially over at the midway point of the year. The Chiefs lost uh, lost Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes is leading the NFL in pretty much every important statistical category, including points on offense. And he's doing all this with not a great defense. The Chiefs' defense is 20th in points allowed. If you look at other players on this list, obviously Parsons, great defense. Bill, the Bills, great defense. Dolphins' defense is okay. And then the number one player on my list also has a really good defense. But Patrick Mahomes is doing this without a good defense. So, like I said, I think sometimes he can be treated a bit like LeBron, where his excellence is overshad- is kind of just looked past because he does it so much. But if there was any quarterback you had to start your team with, looking in the future, it would be Patrick Mahomes. If there is any quarterback you had to have for one game, it would be Patrick Mahomes. So that certainly makes him very valuable. But my number one for MVP is Jalen Hurts. And I think that he deserves it. Although Patrick Mahomes, to me, is a better quarterback, you look at what Jalen Hurts has accomplished this year. Obviously, his team being 8-0 is a huge is a huge feather in his cap, and it's the reason why he's the MVP. If they had the same record as the Chiefs, it's probably Mahomes at the top of this list, right? Or maybe even Josh Allen is ahead him ahead him. But they don't. The Eagles are 8-0, and Hurts is a really, really big part of the reason why. Is he throwing five touchdowns a game? No, but he is playing winning football, and he is incredibly valuable at that quarterback position. The reason the Eagles are 8-0 is because they have a plus 15 in turnover differential. Every week they step on the field, they are winning this turnover differential by two or three turnovers. And how are they able to do that? Because their quarterback only has two interceptions, one of which wasn't his fault, and he's lost one fumble, which was just a freaky play where the timing was completely off. He's thrown almost... You know, I could probably count on one hand the amount of passes he's thrown this year that I would deem as interceptable. He's incredibly smart with the ball. The Eagles' offense never turns it over. As a result, they don't let games games snowball on them. They don't. They fall behind fourteen to nothing to the Jaguars. Hurts is part of that. They don't turn the ball over the rest of the game. They come back from that. It doesn't get to you know twenty eight to nothing. It doesn't get to twenty four to nothing. They get the lead after that, and that's because they have a quarterback that does not turn the ball over. Josh Allen. Eight interceptions, two interceptions against the Jets. Hertz doesn't have those type of games. In fact, the whole time I've covered him, he's really only had one game where turnovers have cost them. And he's started, I, I believe, close to 20 games at this point. Actually, probably way more than that, more like 25. So he's incredibly smart with the football. 
And that's the main reason I think he's MVP. But also, he has great numbers in passing the ball. He's number two in the NFL in passer rating. He's six in the NFL in completion percentage. He has 18 total touchdowns, which is fourth most in the NFL among quarterbacks. Six of those are rushing. But the rushing is a big... Well, it's becoming less a part of his game. He's running it less than he used to the last few weeks. But it's a huge weapon that he has. If you're a defense and you're playing against Hurts, it's really hard to stop him because he doesn't make mistakes and he can get out of plays where mistakes are usually made. He doesn't take bad sacks. He doesn't allow pressure to force him into bad throws. Part of the reason pressure doesn't force him into bad throws is because he's really good at avoiding pressure. He can get out to the po- out of the pocket and have things calm down uh, along the side of the field out, out in the flat, right? So... The lack of turnovers, the fact that he's 8-0, the fact that, again, you want to talk about a narrative award? Hurts, maybe even more than Tua, and in fact, probably a lot more than Tua, came into this year playing for his NFL career. The Eagles tried to trade for Russell Wilson. They tried to trade for Deshaun Watson. They looked into every, pretty much every quarterback that they could. They brought Jalen back because they believed in him to a certain extent, but also because the other options that they wanted were not out there. And as a result, Jalen got this opportunity, and he is absolutely taking advantage of it. He you know, he should probably win most improved player of the year. But when you look at the fact that the Eagles are 8-0 with a chance to probably end up with the number one seed and likely the best record in the NFL, because of him, there is not, besides, I mean, like Mahomes is right there, but there is not a more valuable player in the NFL than Jalen Hurts this year. If you put in almost any other quarterback, if you put Josh Allen on the Eagles, they're probably not 8-0 because of the way he turns the ball over. They might be 8-0 with Mahomes. There's no denying that. But again, Mahomes, you know, he also makes some reckless throws sometimes because of the fact that he has such a great arm. But when you look at the fact that the Eagles are the only undefeated team in the NFL, they are favorites to win the Super Bowl. They are likely going to have home field advantage throughout the NFC. It's because of how smart Jalen is with the football and his explosive playmaking and big and big uh, big downs. He's been really big on third down. He's come through on fourth down. He's been an incredibly valuable player, and he is irreplaceable at the quarterback position. To me, that's what an MVP is. He is the reason his team is undefeated. It's because of the turnovers. It's because of his play. And he he's the only quarterback in the NFL that can say he has not lost a game this year that has played in every single game. So at the midway point of the season, I think Jalen Hurts deserves MVP. And I would also say that to people listening that go, well, you gave Sirianni coach of the year. You said Slay was in defensive, was in consideration for defensive player of the year. Guess what? The Eagles are 8-0. Like, we've seen great teams. And when teams are really great, those players end up in the awards consideration. So I think Hurts deserves the award. I think Sirianni deserves the award. And at this point, the Eagles have been the most impressive team in the league. So that, that would be my MVP ballot. I would go Parsons 5, Josh Allen 4. Two of three, Mahomes two, Jalen Hurts number one. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thanks again so much for listening. If you're still listening, please hit that subscribe button. It really helps the show. And if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, I'll have a pod one day with all the NFL takes, and we'll go over all of them. So thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys on Friday.